Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome. To the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where I eat tangerines right into the microphone. And Juice is in San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Um, That uh, is more of an explanation for the patrons watching on video. No, Uh, it's not. We're just going to say things that are very uh, vague now only. Okay. And we're not going to explain to anyone what's happening. But just so all our listeners know. I'm Juice. in San Francisco. He is in San Francisco. I am San Francisco right now. As a matter of fact, he is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everyone that's ever listened to us ever. We, if you're a new well, listener, welcome. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, you guys, you guys, some guys are really good at spreading the gospel. So thank you guys so much of yeah. Juice and Leo and Mm. I'm sorry if anyone has that um that weird thing where like they their ears freak out whenever they hear people eating or whatever. I'm really sorry, but this tangerine's so good. Uh, I love that you're so into that tangerine. Mm. Tastes like a tangerine. It's amazing. You're a goddamn ridiculous. I am a goddamn ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to welcome us to the podcast again because last night's fight card, we had a week off. We had a week off, guys. I, w- I kept telling Juice, I was messaging him all week. I said, we should have done a podcast. We I just kept thinking in my head. <laughs> You're fucking liar. I just kept saying, we got to do it, man. We got to go gotta- full Yuri on you right now. That guy's a liar. <laughs> Some bullshit um, guy. <laughs> bullshit. Uh, so... Last night's fights were fantastic. A um, lot of eye shuts. A lot of yeah, a lot of a lot closed of, eyes. A lot of night night eyes. You know what I mean? A lot of night night eyes. You know? a lot of pink eyes. Yeah, a lot of pink guys. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, just and quick too. Like we're talking like fast. Like, I mean, specifically with uh, in the main event, Crew was like, I was like, oh, when did that? I was like, when did it happen? Like, I, I obviously that definitely was the the main event. You mean the main, huh? the main card? Main card. Did I say main event? Oh, you said sorry. main event. Oh, yeah. Main main card on the main card. I mean, it's the main event to me. I'm just kidding. The main event was really good. Uh, so let's uh, let's jump into this. Uh, full uh, disclosure. Uh, Juice did not watch the prelims. I watched one, and that, that's going to be the one that and I'm talking about. And it was his about. favorite. But my, oh, yeah. my prelim pick, uh, because I remember it, duh, um is uh Cheyenne this visible this meal Vlismus, I think it v- is Velismus Um yeah that's my pick for prelim. Uh granted uh there were some really nice um knockouts in the in the prelims but that one that one was it for me because she was doing so much Max Holloway shit in the ring Fuck yeah in the in the octagon that it was just so endearing i mean 
she just kept saying like, you know, we need to get the 50 K. We need to get this. She's like, come on. It's she like was swearing at her. She's like, let's fucking fight. And I was like, Oh yeah. And at the end she was going hard in the paint, but super skilled boxer, like goodness gracious. She was tagging and getting out, tagging and getting out. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I was really impressed with her performance last night. And, um, yeah, she, she just had that girl's number. Mom, Mount. Molly? Ma- Mallory Martin. Mallory Mallory Martin. How about that for one of those tongue twisters? Mallory Martin. Um, yeah, Cheyenne Vlismus, uh just whipped her ass like hard. Which is crazy to say that she was like talking shit in the ring too because in the cage because one, the first time I ever saw Mallory Martin fight was an Invicta. Mm-hmm. It was I think it was like her second pro fight. She comes in fired up, gets this girl on the cage, starts doing some Khabib shit. And then she's like, no one can save you. Your team can't save you. Oh, like, it just starts fucking. So brutal. I love it. Yeah. You love to see it, to be honest with you. And and let's, if you're winning or if you're, if you're putting together combinations or body shot, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Do I, don't, that. I have, I have no problem. I, I have for zero. Me. Yeah. It really does. Because first of all, it makes you pop because, you know. Yeah uh in the ring uh, and out. i understand that a lot of people are like oh you can't do that but and and you know we and as we all know that can be dangerous because we've seen some some people losing and be like come on you're like yeah they've, they've been <laughs> they've been whooping i your know ass, so. yeah they've been coming on yeah. <laughs> yeah they've been whipping your ass so don't say that but when you're winning like come on man hell yeah Cal- calvin cater like max holloway saying i'm the best boxer in ufc like is stamped into our minds because i that you're stamped for two reasons obviously badass as shit but then dodging five punches while it's happening looking at someone mm. else was money um for max uh so with that being said uh that is my prelim pick uh hold on before i go any further oh um also i just want to highlight the alonzo menafield and william knight fight uh those guys were swinging so hard um yeah and William Knight definitely knows where the weights are kept. And he always puts his back. Yeah. Always. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Wipes him down too. Doesn't doesn't yep. ever leave him all sweaty. A hundred percent. Yeah, dude. He's so courteous. So athletic. So good. Um, dang, I'm really trying to think of all these other. Yeah. The you're really trying to though. fucking love on that tangerine is what you're doing. What can I say? I'm also growing up this scruff. And by scruff, I mean my lack of beard. It works. It is working. It's framing my face nicely, but um, I, yeah. I'm doing it because I got a commercial. Mm. Your boy booked another one. Fuck yeah, dude! I can't tell you what it is because um, it's for something really famous and really really amazing, and you guys are gonna recognize me all over the. T- I'm just kidding. It's not, but I have to play a thief. Can't... Oh, okay. So it's only one line. Yeah, I should I should advertise them on here if they say it's okay. Yeah, you should. Like, they should sponsor us. Yeah, they should immediately because I'm the best. I'm the best of the best. No, um. So check me out in that. Um, you don't know what it is, but check, so when, whenever it comes me. out, just just keep on the lookout for ads that may or may not contain Leo. Yeah, all the ads, watch them all. I might show up or don't. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Just you let's know. get to. Let's get to the last the fight that you watched. 
Yeah, listen, this is uh, probably would be my pick anyway. I mean, obviously, I didn't see the prelims, so I, I can't say that. But I got to talk about this fight because every time this motherfucker Maki Patolo fights, I have the ha- half the fucking timeline is saying how great his nickname is. It's not, by the way. It's terrible. And the other half are like, that's my boy. I also love, I, I know that Friendly Sparring loves this fight. And tags me in the fucking thing saying how it's my favorite fight. I'm like, no, dude, I fucking hate it. It is so bad. It, it is it is the name of a technique and not a person. Like, your name is not Coconut Bombs. I mean, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, he's decided so he's decided to name himself that. But I mean, yeah, but like at the same time. Can I tell you something? I'm uh, uh, I know you you haven't gotten to the, the fight pick league numbers yet. Um, yeah. Like to, to tally them up. But I'm so happy I put in there about uh, I'm so happy. What's his name? One. Um, Disco Todorovich. Is uh, no. Uh, I'm so happy. Chris Curtis one. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But, oh, my God, dude. But also but also for. um. Uh, Todorov- yeah, Todorovic. Yeah, for, for Disco Todorovich. Yeah, he uh, same. I, 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 when I saw Coconut Bombs, I was like, okay, I got Disco. Like immediately. Yeah, you got a fucking exactly, dude. That's what everyone should do. And to be honest with you, like <laughs> it was just, it was a great performance too. Like first round stoppage, he came in there. Maki tried to like jump guillotine or something, mm-hmm. and then Disco was like, no, get out of that fucking weak ass guillotine. Got on top, fucking ground and pound. Beautiful stoppage. Yeah. Was it officially a TKO or did he, he use that? It was, to get a, it was a KO TKO. Yeah, it was it was KO TKO from, from ground and pound. Yeah, just great stuff from Disco Todorovic. He's had like a little bit of like ups and downs in his UFC career. So that was nice to see. And yeah. um with that, let's dive right into the main card. All right, let's start off with the uh boring fight, Alex Morano and Mickey Call. Can I just say, dude, like I was texting Mickey Cross like pretty much during this whole fight. And um, <laughs> sorry, just my, as San Francisco's microphone was like, yeah, fucking, I'm in San, I'm San Francisco. Um, Mickey Gall is one of those guys that we'll just always root for. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when uh, T Cross came to my birthday this year, um, we went to I Play America, which you went to for my bachelor party. Oh, that was great. Yeah. I threw up in the parking lot. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, he threw up in the parking lot. It's still there. They haven't cleaned it up. Yeah, definitely. And it was wine. It was Merlot. Yeah, it was Merlot. So much. It, it was, was Merlot like, up. It was it was Merlot up. It was 4.30 in the I afternoon. I was just hearing that. It was 4.30 in the afternoon. Parents were bringing their children to iPlay America. And I was just on the ground like, oh, no. throwing up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's going to win at speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude um it was amazing and um i don't know uh, tigras told the story about how like they fought on the same amateur card once uh alex morano or oh. you know, mickey gall and t-cross okay and uh that he remembered them and they were in the bathroom or something he slapped his ass he was like what's up crossing like right oh, in the wow. right in that i play and so uh He's just one of those. He's he's a cool dude, and he always will be like kind of repping Jersey, which we think is awesome. And uh, to be honest, like if it stayed on the feet, which it did, I expected him to lose, but I expected Alex to be able to like do more, kind of. So in that regard, it was kind of like I don't want to say like a moral victory for Mickey, but mm-hmm. it was definitely like one of those things where I was like, okay, you showed some improvements, and 
you know, he, she tried doing some ground stuff and Alex Morona is a grappler in his own right. So that wasn't ever going to be like an easy path to victory, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It was, it was a great win for Alex. Yeah. I mean, how's about the, uh, all the shots of the parents? Uh, I know uh, super awesome. His, his dad just like crying in the, it was so great. I was, I was very happy to, to see that and, and, you know, makes, makes the wholesomeness of MMA just kind of stand out a lot. So um, Especially good on like, Alex. He looked like Chris Weidman and the crying definitely reminded me of Chris Weidman's dad. Yeah. No, he didn't look like Chris Weidman saying his dad looked like Chris Weidman's dad. Like, yeah. it's still my boy. Yeah. Well, I'm happy he wasn't in the ring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they should have right. given that motherfucker a microphone. Yeah. They should. No, they should have. Who cares? They they should have given uh, Chris Weidman a sound guy with a boom, like, go yeah, up to just, him. Uh, over like, there immediately. Got anything to say? He's like, oh, I don't really have anything to say. I'm just crying. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just crying over there. Oh, oh, oh. If you guys can't hear, I'm still sick. Just a little bit, though. He sounds everyone was, sick. Everyone was like so mad that we were off last week. Not really. <laughs> everyone was so, the whole world was mad that we were off. Well, there was a few people that were like saying, they were like calling us casuals or whatever. It's like, hey, it's not just the fact that there's no UFC. It's Thanksgiving weekend. We want to spend some more time with our families. And your boy is fucking sick yeah dude you were pretty sick yeah um yeah well you know who is who isn't sick fucking chris curtis oh my god who is sick he's sick as fuck yeah he's five sick for five it. this year five uh people five were saying fights. that he was like six i couldn't he, um it, i think it was in a row i don't think he fought six times this year i think he fought five times this year but okay could be wrong because but that because six times how, how what's the most anyone's ever fought in one year well, we're talking about MMA, you know, outside the UFC and then UFC. So that's a little bit, you know, right, I don't I know what the record UFC. is outside in the UFC. It's, I think, six fights in a calendar year is the yes, I'm saying. So like him tying that would have been a, a bigger deal. So I'm pretty sure it's five. I'm almost sure. I think they would have checked that. Um, but his this is only his second fight in the UFC. Oh, OK. Got it. As I'm saying, like, regardless, it wouldn't have been. Oh, uh, right. OK, know. got it. So but he's won. Yeah. Five this year or six years here, I guess. Um, which is really great. I mean, and again, and to knock and to fucking knock out Brendan Allen. Dude. And, and Brendan and, Allen is good. Like, regardless I of I hate him, he's good. Yeah, I agree. That's what I thought too. That's what I was thinking the whole time. And then I was like, damn, I was like, Chris Curtis is about to lose. I feel so bad because I definitely wrote in the fight pick league that he wins by unanimous decision from a, a better call out. And uh, yeah, Brendan Allen has terrible call outs. And, uh, and then he won. And then Chris, so we didn't have Rick to hear that Brendan nasty Allen. hook to the left body. Can't. Yep. Left hook to the body came came over the top with the right. Oh, it was so sick Just with it. Got him, got him so good. Good job on Chris Curtis. He fucking kicked some ass. Uh, I loved it so much, but not as much as this next one. How's about um fucking Keith Peterson taking a smoke break while uh Clay Guida was getting his ass whooped on the oh ground God, for the first dude. round? <laughs> I was like, no nonsense, Keith Peterson. This is some nonsense. Well, I like mean- all nonsense. I mean, Clay Glitter was getting worked. That, that that fight could have been stopped. Yeah, no. But yeah, luckily, was... he didn't because Leonardo Santos fucking blew his wad, and he was like, "Oh, I just came everywhere." Yeah, he really did. Like yeah. all over Clay, and Clay was like, yeah. "Still, I'm still coming." Like, it empowers me, actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually very empowering. Yeah, it's good protein. I'm gonna keep coming forward. Yeah. yeah the carpenter and he put it on him the commenter um anyway uh 
yeah so good job on clay clay guida getting it done submitting him just fucking working him and then just getting to the ground and submitting uh can i just say how much this this fight highlighted also like how much i hate the 10 point must system Mm. because the way that leonardo santos was just beating on clay for like three minutes and almost finished him a couple of times is more than justifiable for a 10, eight in my, my opinion. Oh yeah. And then at the end of the round, clay recovered and got a takedown. People are like, well, I don't know. It could have been, you know, clay did enough to, to make it just a 10, nine. No, the fuck he didn't like yeah, that is not strange, yeah. what should happen. So yes. weird, dude. I had a couple of questionable scorecards last night. I, I remember thinking like, really, that was a, there was like, there was like, it was like, uh, I think it was like 45. I can't remember what the numbers were, to be honest with you. But I remember that I was like, oh, is that far out? Like that person, really, I, I thought the fights were closer for some of them last night. Yeah. Um, but uh, but this one I was, was not at close at all. the judges in the main event. Yeah, this this one was not close at all. Clay, I mean, it was close in the first round, but yeah. then Clay Guida just, <laughs> they were trying to see on the, on, the, on the broadcast, just like Santos has, uh Santos has had 60 uh 60 seconds to rest and they're like yeah that's definitely not enough it's not <laughs> and enough then, yeah and then Clay just capitalized on that uh yeah and really really capitalized and you know that's cool he pointed out to his mom and dad too same wholesome shit got the ring made by UFC mm. and I'm a little bit confused about that because obviously it shows how much the UFC cares but also doesn't care because he literally said something along the lines of I'm so happy with this gift and I, and thank you to everyone who donated. And I was like, yeah, donated. I was like, wait, yeah, it wasn't minute. like just that. It was definitely <laughs> like a joint effort. Yeah. To get a ring made. And I was like, don't get me wrong. I understand jewelry costs a lot and I get it. But like the fact that he was like everyone who donated. And I was like, that's too many people. You should be able to thank three people yeah. for this gift or, or honestly just the UFC being like, Hey man, thanks for being in here for a while. You know, whatever. Um, so I'm happy that yeah. um, I'm happy that he won. Uh, I'm interested to see where he goes from here. I mean, like I said, he's such a entertaining fighter, but um, I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see. You know who's gonna ha- who also, who's also gonna have to wait and see? Jimmy Crew. Jimmy Crew is gonna have to fucking wait and see when where when he wakes up. <laughs> yeah, because uh, man, Jamal Hill. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, what a forty-eight seconds into the first round. Um, but I really think it was the second, the second punch on the ground that, that closed his eye up. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was pretty, pretty intense, but uh, Jamal Hill just, just got the better of Jimmy crew. And, and I think Jimmy was looking okay for a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like it looked like it was good, but as, as we all know, MMA just doesn't make sense. So not at um, all in the sense of like, you never know when these, these knockouts or knockdowns are going to come, uh, but fast, good, good job on Jamal Hill. Uh, good. Um, good on mic presence i love that um you know just saying like i'm here i don't know why people are doubting me i don't know you know what i mean like that's that's always like yeah. chip on your shoulder is always can be good it can be annoying sometimes like leon edwards but um uh, was that a laugh or what was that a yeah sheep uh, this is me that was me not having a lot of energy but also laughing at your joke uh <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's because of when i laugh too hard i get wheezy oh yeah you get uh really from, from the yeah from the sickness i got oh, oh, oh sorry i thought you meant you hang out with little wayne yeah i become little wayne actually okay squeeze 
Um, I sold more records than Elvis. Hey. Okay. Oh man, you're really, really. Those are really bad. Your voice. Yeah. You're really stretching your voice out for this. Uh, you know who else was stretching his voice out and reaching out was uh, Brad Rydell uh, from getting shocked. She was shocked. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, that was first of all, but on both guys, Rydell and Fizia. I mean, great fight, great banger, heavy hitting, like leather on on skin contact like listening to it I, I was like oh my god like and the fact there wasn't like a um i mean it was a big knock knockout but the fact that it didn't come earlier um was kind of right. crazy uh because they and were I'm kind of mad at myself too because i was watching the fight like uh like i said i came in last night at, at the start of the the maki patolo fight and then i watched uh the main card up until I watched the first two rounds of Rydell Fiziev mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, after the first two rounds, when I, when I saw Fizzy won both rounds, I was like, all right, that's it. Like I was tired. I was struggling to stay up. I was like, let me just go to bed. Fucking gets the finish in the third round. Like, Oh, it was, and it was so beautiful too. I mean, and it was, it was, it was a scary, it was a scary finish. It reminded me, uh, it almost reminded me of, um, of the Barboza Shane Burgos. Yeah, yeah, almost a little, like a little bit of delay. Yeah, but like it was scary because uh, like Brad Rydell's reaction, interaction, like it looked like he knew that Fizzy was gonna was gonna strike again, but it's where <laughs> his eyes were that that's that like was right. really scary because it was almost like I, I swear to you, I thought that Fizzy may, like kicked him blind. Like I thought I really did because like when he was like trying to defend, were you laughing? Are you laughing at them? Laughing. Yeah, no, you're laughing though. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh uh Rydell, uh just the days in his eyes when it looked like he was trying to defend from Fizzy, I thought it was okay, but he literally was just like, <laughs> Oh shit. Like I almost he yeah. was almost like, wait, like fucking Van Damme and fucking Bloodsport was like, no. No, just like that. Just like just that. Just like that. Uh, just. Uh, yeah, they weirdly did that in the 80s. They would do like those weird slow-mo things. But that was the weird part because he would be like, no, no. And then we'd be like, ah, and you're like, I don't need the extra stuff when you got yeah. the powder thrown in his eyes. Anyway, uh, good on both of them for fight. Good on Fizzy. Good on Fizzy for calling out Vince Vaughn. Dude, I was so high when I saw him when I saw him in the arena, and then when Fiz- the fact that Fiziev had to ask who it was like three times though was so funny. Who's the guy's name? What name? He was like, who's this? Who's this? Vince Vaughn. So <laughs> I funny. It, I uh, yeah, I'm. I loved. Um, I loved every second of his stuff. Fizzy's a Fizzy's a problem, ladies and gentlemen. He he's is a beast. He's a beast, and and he's gonna he's gonna keep tearing through a lot of people. Um. I mean, he's, it's a pretty stacked division and he's making it more stacked. Like it just makes you wonder how good is Bobby green? Oh, that's a good point. Bobby green boxed him up in the third round of their fight. And that's what I was thinking. Maybe Brad could do, but he didn't. Yeah. Um, but honestly, just, just great fight. I, I, I'm pretty sure I want to at least find a performance. I don't know. Um, I need to look into it a little bit more. Um, But the main event was awesome. It was so good. It was so 
a great back and forth. Um, Jose, both of them gave it their everything and just chose. Yeah. Had, had and like, a more. Yeah. He just, uh, his, his, his hits had just more sting. I mean, the first, the first knockdown, um, they just had a lot more into him um, than, than Rob's did, but Rob did a way, really good job. Rob won that first round. Right. Yes. There's people they saying, Oh, Jose could have got it with the takedown at the end or whatever they said. <clears throat> the the last, yeah. No, yeah. It was, it was the knockdown with the last 10 seconds. I'm like, that's not how fucking scoring works. You can't yeah. steal around the last 10 seconds. It matters what you did before that too. Yeah, exactly. You have to score like, Rob won that round. round. So like the fact that, um, two of the judges had a 50 45 and only one had a 49 46 i was like fuck you other two judges and half the people have made twitter yeah it was yeah you're right i i agree but uh but jose just fucked him up just i mean he just had more to give rob and rob uh i think rob did pretty good but honestly like tough as hell yeah unfortunately for jose not to you know shy away from him being a really great fighter and uh, having a really great fight last night. But as I was watching him fight and thinking about him only throwing a couple of leg kicks. Um, oh, by the way, fucking Jose Aldo did a fucking all- pulled an alligator fuck house on Rob font. That was amazing. An alligator uh, fuck house. Yeah. Rob, Rob tried to roll out of the, of the triangle of the, of the body triangle and Jose just rolled with him. And he fucking alligator fucked house him. Look it up. Urban Dictionary, ladies and gentlemen. Alligator, alligator fuck house. Telling right. you, just look it up. I'm, and he did. And I was like, oh, I was like, I literally was like, he just, did he just do an alligator fuck house? Uh, because I never, I, I've seen people stay on people's backs, but I've never seen people roll through people's backs. I've never seen that yeah. ever in my life. I've never seen someone stay on from a roll. I've only seen like something happening in between that. But he, Jose, he did like two rolls and Jose was still holding on. I was like, Alligator yeah. fuckhouse. Alligator fuckhouse right on him. And um, but oh, this is what I was gonna say. Um <clears throat> Jose, uh I think if it comes to him and like let's say he does get, get a title shot at some point. I mean, I'm happy he called out TJ. Great, great choice. Yes, great call. Obviously, out. like good, good call out. He's saying, like, I don't know what the belt is. He's like, TJ's right in front of me. That's the next opponent. I'm gonna start pre- preparing for him because I think that's a good fight. And everybody's like, Yeah, of course, that's the fight. So that's what's nice about it. What's nice about it is that he, he made a call out that I think everybody's like, Oh, I'm not gonna be mad at that that matchup. Yeah. Um, but if it does end up being uh Pichion and him. I think Peter's going to, I think Peter's a better boxer than Aldo. So I think Aldo's really, really, really going to have to train a little bit different because don't get me wrong. Like I said, last night, I think he did a great job. Huh? Yana already beat him. Right. But what I'm saying is that if it happens again and now, cause like, I feel like Jose's like changing his stuff to only specifically focus on boxing now. Uh, I guess there was barely any leg kicks and granted his ground game is amazing as it always has been. But, um, but just like watching his boxing, I was like, oh, yeah, Jan would piece him up easy. Like, yeah, he's uh, Jan's just a slightly better boxer. And like, so hopefully I, I want I kind of want Jose to get the the, the title again. That would be great. Um, Hell yeah. But it's one of those things that, you know, you never know what's going to happen because we got so many other killers up there. You got you still got Corey. Still got all those guys. You still got I mean, like I said, I've. I feel bad for Aljamain, obviously, because the circumstance and obviously what he's he's saying, all that stuff, all the shitty stuff he's saying. But I do feel bad because, like, you know, he's probably going to lose the next fight. Any of the next fights. Yeah. It's very like if it's if it's Peter Yan and him, he's probably going to lose it. But it's like one of those things that like where people are just going to be like, oh, forget you, dude. Like it, it seems like it's more of a 
it's going to be more of a sting when he loses as opposed because he has to really yeah. prove himself. And if he doesn't, everyone's going to be like, oh, bro, you're trash. <laughs> um, so we'll see where it goes. But good on both Rob Font and Jose Aldo. Also, uh, I'm not taking fielding any questions on this. Uh, Rob Font's uh, wife or girlfriend is a baddie. Baddie. Absolute baddie. 100%. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I don't even care. I don't care if it's offensive to anyone. She, that woman is incredibly attractive. Yeah. When I saw her walking in with yeah, those, she can peg the fuck out of me. I was like, who the hell? I was like, oh my God. And mm-hmm. I think I saw that. I think we saw it before. I'm actually pretty sure when he was fighting before um, against Cody, I was like, okay. But yeah. then then when she's walking in with him, in the, in, I was like, oh, God. Get that main event fucking. Yeah, exactly. I was like, God, dude, she looking good. Um, so, yeah. I mean, just a compliment to Rob and her. Yeah. Betty. Yeah. She's a Betty. What are we going to do? Betty. He's Absolute not crying Betty. tonight. No, he wasn't last night either. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that was a great fight card. I think it was, uh, it was exactly what we needed. Uh, you know, if we would have been served up the most boring fight card of the year, uh, like if you, if you imagine the, whatever the UFC fight night, the boring one that just happened, if you, could you imagine coming back to that? I'm happy it happened the way that it, oh, it did. I, yes. I'd rather, I'd rather be like, oh, sour taste. Be like, okay, <laughs> here we go again, and then it come back with this. I would, because like, I, I, I would, ha- I would have hated to have had, you know, four banger cards in a row, and then like, well, UFC is going to take some time off, and then come back, and it would have been that. You, everyone would have been like, oh, okay, fuck, so mad, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm happy that it came back with this, and then, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot believe we're already at the end of the year, but next a week, everyone. Uh, next week, it is, it is massive pay per view. Maron. I mean, yeah. it is. God bless. It is. It is everything that you want it to be on paper. It, it's it's yeah. sealed tight. It feels looks so good. It looks so good. Uh, I'm chomping at the bit for it. I think everybody is. I'll probably not watch it live. Um, <laughs> I mean, who knows? To be well, I mean, you might not. It's. Uh, I think the main card starts at mm, ten. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern. So we'll have a uh, uh, Volkanovski um, Brian Ortega situation on our hands. We were at up at one or two in the morning, being like, "Oh my god." Okay, come on, Brian. Okay, I come know. on, Volk. <laughs> uh, come on, does it? Yeah. yeah yeah, come on, let his head pop. Okay, no, it didn't. Okay, Volkanovski's a fucking beast. Cool. Yeah. He's a beast. And um, yeah, so we, we're probably going to be dealing with that. So you better you better be standing. You better stand up because it's going to be one o'clock. Yeah. And you're going to be like, okay, Diamond, let's go. All right. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that was the uh, that was the wrap-up from our thoughts on the ufc fight card last night we're gonna take a small break as we do and we'll be right back all right we are back and all the way back we're starting the forum the forum starts now. Here is uh, we got a few few questions from T Cross. Um, this is a one that he sent in during our off week, but I thought I'd play it this week. What's up, guys? It's your boy T Cross, one of the biggest talking points 
in MMA media right now, basically because of Max Holloway, is who has the best boxing in the UFC? Max says it's him. Connor says it's him. You know, Dustin Poirier came out recently and said it was Peter Yan. You got Adrian Yanez now saying that it's him. How the fuck could it be? Home, who has won 17 world title boxing fights. Holly Holm. Is it just me, or can we not say who's the best boxer in the UFC unless everyone goes and competes in boxing? And Holly Holm is by far the most successful boxer in the UFC. Now, if we're talking about male boxers, male boxing in the UFC, then we're having a different different discussion. But nobody's saying that. Holly Holm is the best boxer in the UFC, hands down. Dude, I love this uh, energy with it. Like, Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I'm so tired of arguing who has the best boxing in the UFC. Like, It's one aspect of MMA, and there are so many other aspects. And the whole point of MMA is to blend them. And like, if we're talking about who's the, it has to be go go by credentials, like he said. And Holly Holm is, is the like most decorated, the most decorated female boxer, like most decorated boxer, <laughs> the most decorated boxer, like exactly, yeah, she's more decorated than any of the, like, there's there's only a small handful of MMA fighters that are fought in the UFC who have fought in boxing. Boxing, yeah. Um, I uh, personally, I just think it just has to do with like recency bias. Um, it's just yeah. one of those things like, like people seeing them, like, uh, Holly Holm. When's I'm trying to think when the last time Holly Holm was in the ring again? It's been a well, while, yeah. But I mean, I mean, even if she was been recently, I like, I don't, I don't think that was right. I know, but I'm just saying, like, um, now the that, Aldana fight, I'm pretty sure, hmm. yeah. But I, I do think that she definitely is more than likely the best boxer in in MMA because of the, of the rankings. I mean, sorry, of the of the decorations that she has, you know what I mean? Like, she's won multiple world titles, like, yeah, that's it, stop. So, there is no other, there is no question about that. Uh, yeah, it's Holly Holm, we know so, that you can't argue with it. You can, you can would, try and do different logic, but you can't argue with the fact that she's the most credential boxer and that that should matter, yeah, because it does because it's boxing, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, so, so there we are, we believe we, we agree, uh, we agree. And uh, this is a, another great question from T-Cross. What's up, guys? It's your boy T-Cross. I have a little weird question this week. Uh, so last night, uh, Sergio Pettis became the Bantamweight champion of uh, Bellator after knocking out Kyoji Horiguchi in the fourth round. Um, question for you guys. If you were in a title fight and you were getting your ass whipped and then you caught your opponent late in the fight after losing every minute of the fight up to that point, would you have a hard time believing that you're the best in the world? Because if I'm Sergio Pettis and I'm getting, I lost the first three rounds and I go out there and I knock him out in the fourth round with some crazy spinning back fist, I would have a real hard time convincing myself that I'm the best in the world, but that's just me. What do you guys think? Hi. Because this is probably the best question you've ever asked. I'm not going to lie. It's a great because question. It's, this is why it's a great, this is why it's the best question because it gives us, first of all, we get to, it's something we love dissecting like psyche and like for a fight, like yeah, it's, it's, it's like a very open-ended, like there's a lot of things to talk about for oh, this, yeah. for this specifically. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, you know, the, the belt is around my waist, but I, but I do understand that you're getting your, your ass whooped 
Yeah, I think I think mentally, it pro- at the very least, the idea of that. If I was a fighter in that situation and it, and it happened to me, and if you know that per- the other person was like, "We need to run it back," I would definitely say yes, but I would be like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna beat my ass again!" Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, but it's psychologically, yeah, it's yeah. I, I mean, the fighters live live their lives thinking that they are the best. So, like, I mean, it's like one of those things like where, you know, championship mindset and all this stuff. Like, you gotta like. But I think deep down, I think it's one of those things that where I, I feel like there would be a little bit of doubt inside my brain of like, mm, yeah, I I, I could have done better. I could have done a lot better. I'm in, I'm happy that you know I got the win the way I did. Um, but you know, he didn't know. He didn't know he was gonna be getting that spinning back fist to to land and and to win. Well, yes and no. Like, so this is what I want to say. Like, shout out to his team for putting out this footage. They have training footage oh, of right. him working that combination because it was a very specific. It wasn't just a spinning back fist out of nowhere. It was off of a missed kick. So mm-hmm. he threw a kick. Gooch ducked underneath, came out the other side, and he followed through with a spinning back fist that caught him. Mm-hmm. Sort of like how when uh, Tony Ferguson fought RDA, he missed a Superman punch, then just came through, followed through with the other hand, did a spinning back fist. Like, that's kind of what happened. Obviously, it's different with a kick, but he he kicked him like a high kick, missed, looped around, came through with the spinning back fist from the other side. Great combo, but it was a little bit like, yeah, he was getting his ass kicked. And like T-Cross said, it's, it's hard to call yourself the best in the world when you're you were getting your ass kicked before you got the knockout now what's important to know is like if you're Sergio Pettis like you had to have known that that was your best shot like you're not gonna you're not gonna submit the guy like he has a better ground game than you um, you're not going to win on points like he's a, just a more complete fighter more better striker so that was your best chance with something like that. And if they rematch and he does something similar, then I think you can still call yourself the best. Right. <clears throat> but if they rematch and uh, Gooch beats him, that, then it's not like, oh, we need a trilogy to really figure out who's the winner. It's more like, no, we, we saw what we were seeing in the first fight and it just actually came to fruition you know what i mean right right but i don't know man i mean obviously as we know like rematches and and uh rivalries sell more ticket like that's factually just what it is well, yeah. so, like but you just mean like as far as like uh, as a fan base like understanding yeah, like from a competitive piece. standpoint that what trilogy wouldn't i mean they would be one and one you know you might have to do a trilogy at that point but at the same time like what do we need nah, to yeah exactly we already know that's what i'm who's, saying who's the who's the greater but also hey good on good on sergio i watched the fight um Good on him for the the hold back for the the punch after the after he fell on the ground. Yeah, I was I was very I was I saw him go and I was like okay you know I was like expecting him to fall and then he was just like nope and I was like good. Yeah. Um, so like you know that's that's always something to um, to, uh, to like I said we always got to praise the stuff of like safety and whatnot like you know I praise what's her name's corner for for throwing in the towel last week uh, or two weeks ago um three weeks yeah. ago maybe um it's probably three weeks ago um i can't remember whose corner was that was it laura murphy 
No, no, just recently. It literally just happened. She just, uh, it was in between. She oh, fought Cynthia against Calvillo. KGB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, against you know, we got to, like I said, we got to point those things out. Same with like, you know, refs doing a bad, bad job. We got to point those out uh, and they have, and like something like, um, you know, Justin Kish. <laughs> no, we don't have to point that out. She already pointed it out herself. Yeah, she already pointed it out. She already. <laughs> she pointed that shit out. I hate this joke. Okay, thank you, T Cross. Let's move on to our homie Ben Kylie. Yes. Buenas Diaz Jabronis. It's Ben Kylie here from the Hind Fight MMA podcast. Sometimes I call in with some serious MMA questions. Sometimes I call in just looking for some fun. This is one of those times. Imagine for a second that I'm an MMA genie. No. Not the weird CGI Will Smith genie who can't blow his load without vomiting. Think of me more as the more lovable, hand-drawn, emotionally unstable Robin Williams genie who fires off a thousand jokes a minute. Or IP. I'm going to grant you each one wish related to MMA for the year 2022. What are you choosing and why? Um, Arriva Dirty jabronis. Love the podcast. I'm so happy. I I listen I listened to the po- that question before we started. Um, yeah. And I I I heard when he said I didn't because I didn't watch um, the live action Aladdin. No. So when he said who can't throw who can't hold like not blows throw load. up when he yeah blows the whenever he's we blowing her shirt. Well yeah whatever whatever it is and I I didn't think about it and I was like wait is that what happens in the movie and then I realized that Will Smith had talked about he couldn't come without thinking that he was gonna throw up so. Anyway, also, I do also want to shout out to, I'm pretty sure, let me just make sure of this. I'm almost positive. Um, I want to shout out to Ben Kiley for his, uh, him saying that there, this, this album is a, is a 10 out of 10 amazing, which is uh, Kaziah by Protest the Hero. Ben, I totally agree. We've talked, we haven't talked a lot. I think me and Ben are going to start a podcast. Um, so no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, but, uh, but uh, I love that album to death. I think it's one of the greatest things I've, I've ever heard in my entire life. And, and I, I've been under the understanding that they recorded that album without a click track, which blows my mind even more. Um, but anyway, uh, shout out to Ben for liking really good music. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he does this thing where he'll like rate discography of bands. It's a it's a good thing to do. Oh God, sorry, I just scrolling through Twitter. I just got to the photo of fucking Yuri and his fucking. Hey, lady, golly, I'm just gonna. I gotta do it. I'm so sorry, guy. Like, look at that. I dude. text. I texted Juice the second I saw this, and I said. Yuri Prohaska is a walking anime character. Do not yes. add me. Yuri is a yes. walking anime character, ladies and gentlemen. He is fighting and, in the forest. And worth noting, has probably never seen anime in his life. Oh, dude. Yeah. What's that? Dude. I mean, like, are there so, people writing cartoons about me? I mean, there should be, because yeah. honestly, it would be great. But anyway, Ben, I'm going to answer your question very specifically. Here's my 2022 genie call. And I don't know if it can come true, but I want it to be. And a lot of people out there are going to think I'm simping, but I'm not. Okay. Just, just hear me out. Okay. Just, just, okay. 
Just give me a second. Just hear me out. Let me just, let me just make sure. I'm just making sure. Okay. If you could grant one wish for 2022, Laura Sanko commenting yes. on a very large pay-per-view. Actually, I'm sorry. Let's make it even more specific. Laura Sanko on the desk at Valentina Shevchenko versus Amanda Nunes 3. Oh, yeah. Kind of like two wishes in one. It's not. It. It's definitely not. It's it's not. That's happening next year. If Amanda, if Amanda whoops ass next week, it's happening next year. Oh, it is not so? not happening next. A hundred percent. There is no doubt. At the very least, it will be booked. I will tell you that. Okay. Uh, it, it may. You know, we might have a we might have a Tony Khabib situation. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> rest in peace. Those cards. All those cards. Rest in peace. All those cards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my. That's what I want. We need we we gotta stop. I don't know what we're what we're even talking about this to be honest with you. Oh wait, it's because yeah. it's a question. That's right. Um, uh, <laughs> um no, but for real, that's that's what I, I want. Know why we're here? Oh, we do a podcast together. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, we're getting recorded right now. We're doing the recording. Uh, yeah, that's what I want. I may seem like a simp right now, but that's what I want. Morosenko on the commentary desk, a part of the commentary desk, desk. Uh, somehow, some way, there, ringside, calling it. My wish calling is very it. simple. All right, here we go. Max Holloway getting his belt back. Oh, oh, how great would that be? You'd love to see oh, it. Love to see it. I mean, it, it um oh that news came out. And, the and to be fair, I don't want Volk to not be champion. Right. I just want maybe make there like a 150 division and Max is the champion. Yeah. Um, which uh I don't know if you guys know this in the news, but um that that is it has been the contracts have been written. Oh, really? At the very least, yes. So it's they're they're aiming for March for them for for part three. Um, so some good fights are stacking up for next year. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's my wish, and it's I love your wish too. That's a that's a good wish. Oh. My other it's one was going like, to be I was going to say Wonder Boy being champion because it's yeah, my, so like yeah. you would need a genie for that. Yeah, my other one was going to be Derek Lewis being champion. Yeah, dude, coming back and whooping the shit out of Cyril Gone. We should just pick the champions. We should have. We should turn MMA into WWE, and uh, we should just pick who's champion. Don't, don't, dude. Because I would love it. I think it's great. I was, I was just talking with with wrestling with a with a friend of mine, and uh, I couldn't stop laughing at the thought of there's this meme online where it's um, Randy Orton kissing a girl and then he RKO's her. And I've always, <laughs> ever, and I've always, I've seen it. I've seen that video at least a thousand times and it's always so funny to me because it if someone asked me what is wrestling what is what is entertainment wrestling like i would show them that clip and I, and that's it and i would say and that's wrestling what that about is the how... video of the edge fucking that girl in the ring <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's too she many literally did that there's too many ridiculous things that or uh, or Stone Cold Steve Austin and Booker T fighting in a, in a grocery store. And great. And um, and, and the rock fighting in the empty arena. And mankind. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All those storylines were so great. But anyway, um, the Randy Orton RKO one just makes me laugh just because the way that he looks, the look in his eye is like he literally cannot help himself from doing an RKO. It has nothing to do with he hates her or anything. It's just his body <laughs> needs to do it. Like he's like, I I've been on screen for too long without <laughs> doing an RKO. And this is the only person around. So I have to RKO her. That's so it's funny, dude. So the cut, whoever cut that video, it makes me laugh every time. You don't need the context. You just need him kissing her and then him making the decision to RKO her, then doing it. And she's laid, laid flat out. It's the most amazing video you will ever watch. I, I, I kid you not. Um, have, if someone, you ask someone what's personal wrestling and they haven't seen anything and you show them fucking Orange Cassidy. With his fucking hands in his pockets, right just out. chilling. Remember they did the the yeah the <laughs> they did the when he came out from under the ring when they pulled him out from under the ring on the table. Yeah. <laughs> he just dragged the table and he was at his. Come on, man, that's so, so good. Cool. Like fuck it, like everyone's like, you know, wrestling has has changed so much over the years. But in all honesty, like the reason why people stay is the drama. Like there's no there's no doubt about it. So those storylines have to get better and better. And like. I don't know. Just <laughs> me and my roommate were having a discussion, which I thought was a really funny concept. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but uh, someone in New York uh, ran up and attacked uh, uh, a Seth restaurant. Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins. <laughs> while in he Brooklyn. was walking, yeah. while he was walking out, and he came from the side, and then <laughs> my roommate made a point. I was like, I was like, no, like I was like, I, in my head, I was like, why has that never happened before? Like I feel like it could happen. And then he's like. Because you're has. running into fucking wrestlers that are going to kick the shit out of you the yeah. second you get in there. Like, they may not, um, they may not, they may not have, like, the best fighting skills, but they're definitely a better fighter than you yeah, probably they're, are. They're, they're athletic, and they're yeah. going to fucking, they so, train moves. So, so what was funny to me was that he, he was, like, saying, like, what if, I, I was saying, like, what if they ran into the room, into the ring, and what if he ran into the ring, and they had a special move, but for some reason, they're, real life uh like fighting like instincts was to do a stone cold center on you yeah. and i couldn't stop laughing at the idea of them like wanting to do like their special move but then be like oh this is real and then just <laughs> and so i would i think it'd be the funniest thing to see just just yeah. a fan running in there and then and then doing someone else's special move and saying that that's how it actually works that one yeah. actually works in real life anyway so funny this is a UFC podcast, not an M. And oh, I was about to say not an MMA podcast. Wow, it almost isn't. Dude. It almost isn't an MMA podcast, to be honest with you, because we don't give a shit. All right, uh, <laughs> no, we give we give a lot of shits. Yeah, we um, shit not as much as Justin Kitch. Oh, the title of this episode is going to be, guys. I promise <laughs> we're not going to talk about Justin Kitch anymore. It's not possible. It's not possible. Alright, next question is from Rhino. Hey, Juice and Lee, with your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So, Juice, you asked a question on my show this week about the undercard of the upcoming Mammoth pay-per-view UFC 269, so I'm going to do the same thing. When you have Josh Emmett and Dan 50K Ige 
uh, squaring off, you know that you are in for fireworks and a very probable fight of the night bonus for both those guys. Um, they always bring it. It's always amazing. If you were to take them off of the table and say, you know what, they're not going to win performance of the night or fight of the night, who else on the undercard, not the main card, who else on the undercard do you think could possibly steal that away from uh, from 50K Ega and Josh Emmett? Love to hear your answers. Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later. Such a great question, dude. Yeah, I'm looking at the at the prelims right now, and um, goodness gracious, I mean, talk talk about a card, ladies and gentlemen. I, I mean, it is stacked, st- stacked. It's stacked to it's so Beyond it's stacked. fucking it's juiced. You know what I mean? It's fucking juiced to the gills with fucking great fucking fights. For me, to be honest with you, uh, my choice is going to be uh, Alex Perez and Matt Schnell. Great, great choice. <clears throat> I just I I I'm looking at the other ones and I, there's some that have potential, especially like that's early prelims. And then, I mean, Pedro Munoz and Dominic Cruz has a potential to be like a banger too. I was. But I just feel too. like, but I just feel like it might be. I don't know. There's a, Dominic Cruz's fighting style doesn't. We'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Um, Fuck. Even like Taito Avasa, Augusto Sakai. Yeah. Like they're not the kind of heavyweights that just sort of you know whatever like. Ty's going to come out there and try to take your fucking head off. Yeah. Um, and then he's going to place even, your head on. I'll tell the, you, I'll tell you what probably would be. Yeah. He's going to fucking, he's going to place your head on the card uh, with Francis and Ganu, Right. And like be on the pay-per-view yeah. and get paid pay-per-view money. Like Greg Hardy. Oh. <laughs> it's so strange. It's so strange so that Greg Hardy fucking... lost. It's so strange yeah. that he lost, got, Knocked the fuck out by Tai Tuvasa, and they put him on the main card of a pay per view with heavyweights in his same division at the top of it. You just reminded me. I got. I gotta give Ty one of the best lines of the year when we do our awards. Okay. The fucking what? What he said on the post fight interview when he knocked out Greg Carter when he was like, he wanted to bang, but pick a different bloke or something like that. Like I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not I'm that guy. Butchering it so so guys like I'm not that guy. Pick a different bloke. We'll figure it out. But don't worry, we got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, damn it. I'm also, sorry. Also, Randy said, Costa, Tony Kelly has five night potential written all over it too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, and uh, if Eric Anders brings it, I think that one could be good too. But yeah, but my I wouldn't, my, I wouldn't say five night, but but definitely it could be a good fight. Yeah, but my choice is definitely Alex Perez and Match Now. I think it. I think it's got a lot of potential. Behind yeah. It. Um. Yeah, I think and, so too. Yeah, and, and I think Randy Costa is probably my second. And honestly, if if they're 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 there, uh, if they're there to bang hard, fucking Miranda Maverick, fucking Aaron Blanchfield, like, say I, I don't know enough about Aaron Blanchfield to make that claim, but I was thinking about that too. With with but Miranda. Maverick could could bring the heat. She could she could bring it, and Aaron could not be able to take it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. We get we can end up with a with a short night. Yeah, the shortest night. All right. Thank you so much, Rhino. Go check out his uh, his show, Combat Sports of Rhino. He's got the fucking monkey god, Jared Brooks, on today. If you guys ever remember him from the UFC, he got hit with a Canadian destroyer by Shorty Torres. Knocked out from his own slam. All right. Here we go. Have, haven't listened to these yet. Can't wait. Leo, what's going on, boys? I just wanted to ask you something uh, last minute here. Sorry about that. 
Um, the 10 point must system. Oh. Replace it with any damn thing. It's frustrating as fuck. Uh, what would you replace it with? Like any criteria you choose. Ooh. And I'd love to hear you each pick three judges. Uh, for the love of God, nobody that's doing it now. I'd love to hear each of you pick three judges. And uh, what would you replace the 10, uh, 10 point must system with? Love you, boys. Can't wait to listen to the show. Peace. Okay, great question. So, first of all, like I said, I hate the ten point must system. I was talking online uh, with some guy who's who said he thinks it should just be like you score the round for each guy. You don't you don't put like ten points for the winner, nine for the thing, and then like ten eights and everything. It's just like no, did you win this round or did you win this round? And I'm like, yeah, but there's there's a difference between also like barely winning around and fucking dominating. So I get I get it to an extent. This is why I think the only way to judge it is fucking pride rules, dude. You judge the fight as a whole. Great, the yeah. Fight as a whole, and the and the rounds are just for rest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also think we should have five judges. <clears throat> like shout out to my guy Ben Cohn, had John Anik on his um on the show beefing with Ben or whatever. And he was like, um, uh, he, he asked John, like, what do you think could be done to change the scoring? He's like, John was like, we can right now add two more judges, like make it five judges. Yeah. Like right, right now they could do that. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a way to kind of bring the balance. You know, it's, it's same thing with, we've always talked about this just with UFC. I mean, actually all or organizations just like, Come to the table every every year, and then at the three year yeah. mark, make your changes. Exactly. It's pretty simple. It's not, you know, I mean, it's and, and obviously that like the idea is like, well, no, it's not or whatever, but it is. I'm sorry, that's my argument. My my counter argument is, yeah, it is, because <laughs> yeah, because let's let's be honest, like we, it, it's not like it takes a village to make the UFC run. You know what I mean? Like it's not just Dana White and like, you know, we got the commission, we got all that stuff. We have opportunities to to make this thing better. Gloves, uh, you know strikes illegal strike all, all the stuff like everything yeah. that we, we can really get it on on the table every year and have a summit be like this is a good year you know and not just talk about um uh revenue and uh, you know like business stuff. like talk about how we can make it better you know it's like uh, we need to we need we need those things to, to happen we need it we need a better a better system that can be implemented for the ufc to make it less infuriating when when controversies come up um that you're not so keen on uh and three judges pick three judges i think i got my three i don't know okay. if you... i i probably i have no i don't even look at the scorecards i have no idea so i'm gonna pick well he said no one doing it now oh, okay cool all he right said, for then. the love of god no one doing it now so okay it's just people who you think would be good judges um chris eubanks Bro, Chris Eubanks, senior. So good. In uh, boxing. <laughs> oh, I love his voice so much. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, God, yeah. Uh, everything he said. Yeah, honestly, everything. Like, I, I was a huge fan. I, I was a huge fan after the, the Conor McGregor, like the Conor May Mayweather thing. The he was so, head. so good. So, such a articulate the code man. of the warrior. Yeah. Oh, it's just like it was so fucking, that fucking good. poetry. He's so good. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I would definitely underutilize him as a judge <laughs> and just put him there to write scores. Uh, Vince Vaughn. And that's it with the, oh, yeah, great. I was say with, with getting rid of the 10-point must system, he doesn't have to pick a winner. He just be like, the fluidity of movement from fighter A. And it's just like you write the little sonnet or whatever. No, that'd be great. <laughs> he writes yeah. a sonnet, yeah. Like, so who did you think won? You decide. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> it's between the lines. Right there. Yeah. It's right there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, so Chris Eubank, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And uh, and Vince Vaughn's brother, Owen Wilson. Yeah, his brother, Owen Wilson. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't know. I actually don't. I can't think of a third. You know, third who, you know who my three judges would be? Mm. It would be T-Cross. Right. Because uh, I know he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And also, Henner Gracie. Oh, yep. Like those breakdowns. Good. And Mark Henry. Okay. I mean, like I said, you know, we, we have an opportunity to make these things better. I'm just curious as to when they will. I'm wondering, that's a question for you, Juice, real quick. I, I just came up with one. Oh. When do you think a positive change is going to happen in the UFC? A positive rule or change is going to happen in the UFC. The sad thing about it is that change there has to be a catalyst for change to happen. So like, for example, for them to make a positive change about weight cuttings, unfortunately, someone's going to have to die. Like they're not going to give a fuck so about scary. it. Otherwise I know it is die or get seriously injured or, or, or you know what I mean? Like something, I mean, I, I, gonna have to I was going to say, I guess get injured, but like we've, you know, plenty of fighters have been hospitalized. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. But I mean, it's going to have to happen where like it happens on like a bunch of people. It's going to have to start affecting their bottom line for them to be like, you know, whatever, like it's unfortunate, but yeah, the, the answer is whenever they have no other choice. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Damn. That sucks. Okay. Next fucking great question. Decron. Yeah. Thank you. Love that guy. All right. Did you confirm with Dave L how many? It's two. Of... Okay, so this one is just a dupe. Yeah. Dupe. Hey guys, Dave L here. Uh, and I was wondering, we had some really good wins from some uh, beloved veterans last night. Whenever you see that, do you want to see them retire on top, or do you <laughs> want to see them keep going and see what they have left in the tank? Thanks. Look forward to hearing from you. Love the show. Oh, good question. Wow. Okay. So, uh, I, st- I, uh, it's funny that Dave, Dave asked this. Um, I stopped paying attention to, to Clay Guida's, um, speech, like, like post fight speech for like maybe like a minute whenever, cause he was on the mic for a while. He was. And, and then when I came back, I was like, is he retiring? Like the way that his speech was going, I was like, is he retiring? Like, oh my God, like what the hell? And, and, and he wasn't. Um, but I, I don't know. It's like, <clears throat> shit. It's like, you know, like Glover to you know, like, I mean, like I said, unfortunately he has the anime character that is Yuri Prohaska coming, you know, coming out of the shadows for him, which is very unfortunate, but maybe not. Cause honestly, we thought we, I thought that Yama was going to win <laughs> pretty, pretty easily. I, 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 wa- I, I wanted 
Glover to win just for like the underdog story, but I felt like um, I felt that uh, Jan was going to be like, oh, big, a big, big, bigger problem than he was. So, you know, not to say anything about that, but I don't know. I probably it's where they are in the mix is, is what's, is what makes me want to yeah. see what they have left in the gas tank. If, you know, if it was like a 10, you know, rank 10, 12, uh, hell yeah. Anything above anything below eight, I'd be like, mm. especially if any of them are like sketchy wins, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see them. Let's see them go out on top on a win. Um, yeah. At the very <clears throat> least for any fighter, I would like to see them go out on a win specifically. Um, so that would be my, that would be the only reason why I would uh, choose to do that. It's, it's always so hard for me because sometimes you get a win like that, like with Clay Guida and you're like, Oh, he does have stuff left like Jim Miller as well. Like his last fight, like dispatched a young up and coming guy, like finished him, And you're like, well, let's see. Like with Jim Miller, like like you said, it was a young up and coming guy. He was like, I want to get to UFC 300. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we're like, mm, well, I would like to see it. Yeah. Which is what? Like, if we think about this year ends with 269, like, I don't think anyone sat down to do the math about that because I, I think we just thought, like, oh, yeah, it could happen. That's at, at the very, if not the very end of 2022, the very beginning of 2023. Probably, no, actually, I'm sorry, more. it's actually middle of the 2023. Because you think about, no, almost three years, because you think about 12 pay per views a year. Oh, okay. Every month. This year ends in 269. January started with 270. Okay. So it'll be 282, closing out 2022. And then it'll be what, 294. Oh closing out 2023 mm-hmm. so ufc 300 will be like international fight week 2024 i think this podcast is over oh yeah yeah i'm gonna go but uh with with clay guida like guys like clay guida man who just been around so fucking long like <laughs> They, they wrote an article about him on the Coman event um, website where there was like, you know, you've been in MMA a long time when you've been in multiple organizations with extreme in the title, like <laughs> that, like that specific era, like early two thousands era is when a lot of those things popped up and you've been in more than one with that in the title. Like you've been around for a while. He's fucking been around a long time. And at this point, like, I do just want to see him retire. Okay. So that's like, fair. So that's it's, it's all circumstantial like, to each one. Yeah, it's it's kind of all circumstantial. It, it really depends. And I think, like, even, even with Jim Miller, like, if, he, if his next win, if his next fights don't go that well, or if it's, like, their hard-fought wins and he, and he gets to win, I'm going to be like, yeah, man, maybe hang him up. Mm-hmm. Maybe hang him up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see who... We'll see. I mean, like I said, we'll find out if, if it gets to UFC 300. We'll definitely see about the international fight week, though. Yeah, maybe we'll fly out there and record for one day, right? For one day is what you're saying, right? Well, because the UFC is not getting in. their stuff together. They're not going to get their shit together. Well, in three years, they're not going to get their shit together. Who knows? I do because 
I think you're just burned from this last time because it was COVID. Uh, oh, sure. That's what it was because they definitely haven't been putting on events this entire time. But anyway, no big deal. Well, no, but a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that you do is like. That's true. Yeah, maybe, you know, my chapter has. Yeah, it's a little chapter. I'm not going to lie. But a day's not a week. You're right. A day is not a week. There's literally no arguing that. First thing I'd say to Dana, what if I ever met him? You're like, okay. <laughs> the hell's wrong with this guy? What's your name, kid? Uh, Le- uh, Leo Hernandez, a day's not a week. Sorry. We can continue on. I don't need you to know what it means, but yeah, just for next year, for International Fight Week, figure it out. Figure it out. It's another one from Dave, no? Hey guys, Dave L here. Oh. And I was wondering, we had oh. some really good wins. All right, I just want to make sure it was a duplicate because sometimes it's not. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, let's, let's do the, the next one. Next one. Because, like, he's there, like, he'd sent in two that were like 19 seconds. And then I was like, is that a dupe? Because T Cross sent in two that were both exactly 47 seconds and they were not ah, dupes. Interesting. All right. This is a second question from Dave L. Let's hear yeah. it. It's from Dave L. Hey guys, Carmine Laguzio here. Wanted to know when they're punching people, do they get any power ups? And if they do, do their hands ever fall off? I'm asking because I, at my job, broke a table by punching it because it was dirty and I need help. Carmine out bro i'm so happy he sent that <laughs> it's my good friend uh tyler ladies and gentlemen uh, uh never listen to tyler yeah listen never listen to our show but definitely a big fan of carmine laguzio uh for those of you who don't know which i think everyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> does know that we're incredible incredibly huge fans of i think you should leave um yes. and uh to answer his question, uh, no, I don't know if I've ever seen any fighters' hands fall off. <laughs> That's so funny. Who, who's Carmen Laguzio in, in? I think you should leave. He's uh, what do you call it? He's the host of the. He's the guy that gets all the stuff. There's too much fucking shit on me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be so funny. The chin kills. <laughs> I can't. There's too much fucking shit on me. God, that's just so fucking. I don't even funny. want to be here. <laughs> That stuff is so fucking God, he's so good. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, everyone watch. I think you should leave. If you don't think it's funny, you're not funny. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I um I, I literally was like plugging that to somebody um in the show that I did just oh, yeah. now because you know in the second season when he when the the guy that was in Richard Jewell and Kingdom, yeah, the big great. guy. How's yeah, yeah, he's great, he's amazing. He has that sketch about being in community theater and Jamie oh, Taco steals his lines. So, and he's like, so you got to be funny. quicker than that for those lines. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Well, who says them? I do. That's right. You got to say them. You got to be quick. Got to be quick. Literally, uh, I play in this, in this, in, in It's a Wonderful Life, I played an Irish cop. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, it's just listed in the script as cop. But the description is supposed to be an Irish cop and like the director wanted me to be Irish. Um, 
our friend, Kid Mai's friend, played another cop that had an actual name. So when she was going through highlighting her script, she got to the part that said cop, thought it was hers, highlighted him. We're, we're doing a, a read through on Thursday. I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm excited to say these lines because I want to do my Irish dialect. And she fucking says the lines with like a Brooklyn cop accent. I was like, hey, what the fuck? Those are my lines. I was saying, dude, and not only that, because I was sick, I, I, they were on stage and I was in the back isolated. So like I was trying to like motion or whatever. I was like, hey, what the fuck? The director didn't say shit, but uh, luckily Kate and her friends knew and they were like, those, that, those are Juice's lines. And so she came to me afterward. And so I referenced this sketch and I was like, oh, you haven't seen that? You got to fucking see it. Yeah, it's I was, The whole time I was thinking, I was like, Dirty Taco's taking my lines. I'm never going to say them fast enough. So um, I auditioned. <laughs> It's he does it so well. I'm so sorry. That show is so fucking funny. It gets funnier that, every the, time. The whole premise of getting into like I rewatched it again. Like the whole idea of it is, is he like doesn't even want to joke about his wife because his wife. she's so supportive. It's so it's such an angel. Like it's just like yeah, gotta get home to the old ball and chain. And he's yeah. like, like immediately so guilty. Like, oh, I loved sorry, it so much. I love the open. Honestly. <laughs> what, I think what's so great about that show, just for me specifically, is sketches grow on you. And yeah. that's what's weird is like there's some that obviously I, I'm I don't want to say I'm not a fan of. They're just not as as, as funny as I, I think. Mm -hmm. But like I usually have like a rotation and then I'll watch another one. And then like the rotation starts to grow a little bit bigger because I'm like, oh, no, that's fucking funny. That's really fucking. Yeah, funny. some jokes land harder the the second time, and you're always finding more too. Yeah, like, it's, I'll tell you uh, what it didn't really land for me the the first time, but it, it did later. The fucking Tim Heidecker sketch in the second season, so when funny at the restaurant. He's like, yeah. does that sound like a boring guy to you? Never let the party die. <laughs> so funny. Anyways, we we're talking about something that people have may have not have seen, but anyway, um, that was my good friend Tyler. He made us laugh just now. So, shout out to Tyler she used to be addicted to drugs she's not boring <laughs> her, mom, her mom drank diarrhea <laughs> I'm, she's just laughing so hard right now i can't and he's sick and he can't laugh so he's he's literally shuffling he's literally shuffling on screen he was just like yeah oh dying <laughs> dying literally dying uh all right I literally laughed so hard i started wheezing oh great how nice. uh, yeah so <laughs> anyways carmine laguzio carmine laguzio <laughs> i forget this is carmine laguzio because i always think of the what, what the character's name is is carl havoc right yeah, yeah, yeah. i always think of carl havoc yeah it's gonna be so funny can i tell you something the set the second the sketch started I, I started crying laughing like before he even got into costume I knew what was I when he said like we're gonna go into cover I knew what was gonna I knew the joke I just didn't know how funny it was gonna be and it landed so <laughs> fucking hard I literally started crying immediately I could not stop laughing I was like I was like because they in all the in every single one of those undercover I'm like there's too much shit on their faces <laughs> every time I see them, like no, no one's gonna believe this and then like uh, my favorite part of that is the is the biceps, like the fake arm. Yeah. <laughs> His fake arms. It's so bad. It's, it's too funny. Anyways, watch it. Is that the same woman? 
Well, it's the same, same actress. Tables. <laughs> hey, What's her job? Don't you understand that? <laughs> Can't you understand that the tables are my corn? <laughs> it's how I keep my house hot. <laughs> Oh my god. She Patty Patty Anderson is so fucking funny in that. She's so great. Um anywho. Enough about things we love and more about things we love. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that was the end of the forum. Any no. Twitter. Oh. That was the end of voice. Uh well, that was the end of Jesus, where did it go? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here it is. Sometimes my my phone's hard to identify. That was the end of the anchor voice questions. We have a voicemail. Okay, cool. So I didn't tell you about this one. This is a this is a uh, returning uh, regular. Hey Julio, it's the MMA catfish. How you two sexy beasts doing? I miss you guys. Sorry, I haven't called in for a while. I just was always watching the fight so late that. I didn't fucking remember to call on time. Any hoosie. You know, I realize often I come with the rage, and people seem to like that from the catfish. But today, I'm feeling contemplative. I'm feeling soulful. And I just wanted to pontificate on how fucking amazing it was for the old guys over the weekend. Man, Clay, the carpenter, Guido, has had like two billion fights. Half of those billion were in the UFC. And all of those billion were with that motherfucker not even be able to see through his hair. And he won <laughs> last night. And that's just awesome. And then you got Aldo, arguably one of the best fighters of all time. I don't know if this goes to go conversation because that shit's stupid and I hate Twitter. But <laughs> the guy is amazing. And he is still beating up and coming fighters at a weight class that none of us thought he could actually make because he used to have trouble making 145. And his first time at 135, it looked like Skeletor. But it turns out he just needed a nutritionist, and this is the weight class he always should have been at. And it is amazing and awesome, and I hope he just beats everyone at 135 and becomes the champ. It probably won't happen, but, man, I hope so. And I love Scarface. I'm out, FMP. Thank you. Ten out of ten. Honestly, yeah, that that's really just so great. Could you imagine yeah. if um if the could you imagine this was a pay per view and Glover was at the top of this? Oh Glover my god, got, dude! Everyone would be fucking freaking there. Hmm. Glover at the top, Clay Guida getting a win, fucking Jose Aldo getting a win. What is this? Two thousand eight. Exactly. Yeah. What year is it? No, it you was know? great. Yeah. What year is it? The UFC 269. What year is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, is that all the questions? That is definitely all the voice questions. Okay, yeah. Let's check, let's check Twitter again. Maybe someone may have said, like, what do you yeah. think about this? But very I'm doubtful. I'm going to refresh just in case any anchor, uh, questions came in. Everyone's, I don't think so. Everyone's no. slacking. So I, although. Nope. Zero. Oh, did you check? I just checked though. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Literally uh, nothing. Wait. That's great. We love you guys. Just check my DMs. Oh. No. No. Nothing. Nope. Just a bunch of dick pics. Got it. Mm. <laughs> I almost said something so stupid. I'm, I can't. 
Yeah, flex yeah. anyway. Flex it off, dog. All right. Flex so off. now, as with the form being done, we got we have the very, very tough job of giving our picks. I know. For UFC 200. And 69. Ladies and gentlemen, talk about a stacked card. I <sighs> okay. So, you know, main card, only five fights. Great. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie, dude. When when they um when I was last night tired from my show and the main card started, and it was like, we got six fights in the middle. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. So our our first fight is how do you say his first name? Sean. Nope. Either was That's pretty good. That was yeah. pretty good. That Sean good O'Malley choice. versus Howley and Paiva. Howley on Paiva. Uh, honestly, I I want the I really oh. need the hype. <laughs> I need the hype train to stop. So Paiva. For me, I just. Something weird about Sean, and I understand his pay. Like you know, he's talking about you know get the undisputed whatever champ, but he is tough. Don't get me wrong. I just I don't know. At some point, I, I need I need a little bit more out of out of Sean O'Malley than what he's giving. He's, he seems kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, Good fighter. Honestly, I'm just, I'm riding with um, Holly and Piva too. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's Good. it. Uh, all right. Our next. down. <laughs> Our next is Kai Car France versus uh, Cody Garbrandt. Not even uh, a choice for me. Yeah, Cody Garbrandt. Kai. Kai. I know it is Kai. It was Kai for me too. I just thought because you got you had met him and you skipped the line to meet him. Um, yeah, that that felt super transactional though. By the way, like now knowing what I know, unless it's like Izzy or Roxy or someone I like fucking love. No, I'm not going to get in one of those lines. Oh, again. no, don't ever do it ever. I did it for I did it for Co- I've done it for Coheed a couple of times. I, honestly, when I was younger, I did it like once or twice. Then doing it when you're older is fucking awkward. And anybody like yeah. I, I, I have, um, you know, I see a lot of the same people at the Coheed shows and whatnot. And they're just like, yeah, I'll buy VIP for like four shows in a row. And I'm like, how do you first of all, how do you afford that? But like yeah. it, it's so transactional. It's so, it's so cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. See it. And I'm like, this is weird. Right. Speaking of which, tomorrow I'm going to the licorice pizza Q and A, but that's a little bit different. Which I'm so yeah. excited. I'm I'm pooping myself over this because I'm so excited to see Maybe Paul Thompson because you had licorice pizza. Oh yeah. I think it's so funny that you're just so obsessed with the name. <laughs> I know, like I can't, I can't get past it. Like that to me it doesn't register that it used to be like a prolific record store or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you're just like that sounds gross. Like, licorice on pizza? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Where are they making this? Because no crime on humanity. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm so excited for that. But yeah, th- those those like weird like meet the fighter things. Mm, yeah, don't do them. Just don't. Yeah, yeah it's you're better off bumping like, like bumping like, in having like a. <laughs> fan pick or something to get signed yeah. is, is, is a lot more like even if it's bad it's right. I, I i promise you even if they're like you know what no or like i'm having a bad day i promise you that that lone interaction is definitely a lot cooler than meeting them on, exactly. in a line i i feel like the the some of the meet and greets they do are different like i heard that the one with Derek lewis and laura murphy in houston was cool 
because it was like in a bar somewhere or whatever. Yeah, and they, and they were they were kind of standing in an area, kind, kind of, of but I think like once every, yeah, everyone was congregating around as opposed to like just being like, okay, you're next. We okay, waited one. in a line for like an hour to see Cody Garbrandt. And yeah. apparently like there was a longer line that we didn't know about that people fucking, we jumped the line. Yeah, which is great. And, and Juice is very proud of that. Yeah, no. And then we were fucking, I get to the front of the line. I remember that Cody was supposed to headline. This is UFC 239. I remember he was supposed to headline against TJ and he had to pull out because of his back. Mm. And I was just like, man, I really wish you were on this card beating TJ's ass right now. Like I was trying to, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like didn't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> so tiny. <laughs> He's like, oh, I have neck tats. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, they, so yeah. dumb of me. No, but yeah. Um, Kai Car France all Kai the Car way, France all day. Not only that, too. Like I was reading this article where, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Alexandre Pantoja was like, "Yeah, I hope Kai knocks him the fuck out." And he was like, "It's not even that I don't like Cody Garbrandt." He's like, "Don't get me wrong, I like Cody, and he's a great fighter. I want him to do this for the flyweight division to prove that we are fucking relevant, and like you yeah. can't just like because." Some people thought that you know they should close the flyweight division down. And like those guys should just fight at one thirty-five. No, like that's their division. That's where they belong. I hope Kai makes a statement. Absolutely. Uh, our next fight is Jeff Neal versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. By the um, way, did you hear that Jeff Neal got like a DWI? Yeah, he got arrested. <clears throat> like, I was listening to Rhino before we recorded this. He mentioned I was like, oh yeah, like they didn't. He didn't get pulled from the card. Like, as far as I know, like. He's still on topology. Like, that's kind of weird to me that he recently got arrested. And they're like, "Yeah, still fight." Yeah, it's very strange. So, yeah, fight to I mean, get out of jail. It's kind of not like it's definitely what you'd expect from the UFC, but at the same time, like it's still a bad look. Oh, 100 <clears throat> percent. So, I'm going. I'm going with Jeff Neal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's hard too because like, Ponsonibio is a guy that I used to like until. He fucking decided to chop the ears off of dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Jeff Neal. Yeah. DWI. Okay. Just be careful. Yeah. Just, he needs Chopping some help. Chopping ears off dogs. Jeff yeah, Neal needs our support right now. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't quite understand. And anyone that's out there that's like, it's, nope, mutilation. No, mutilation. Just so you know. That's it. it Cody Garber did it too. It actually it doesn't do nothing. All right. Yeah. Let's keep going. Um, I mean, we don't even have to keep going, but we will. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena. Ladies and gentlemen, how could we not? You know what? I think Juliana can pull this off. Damn. I hate that we both can't finish that sentence without laughing. I feel so bad for Juliana. I don't. I don't. She's stepping in the ring. Get beat up. (laughs) Like, she's talking a lot of shit, dude. She's talking a lot of shit. Yeah, and I, I I appreciate that she's selling the fight, and I appreciate that she's not like, you know, just willing to like lay down. And as far as like at least verbally right now, like and be like, oh yeah, she's she's the best uh, to ever do it. Let me see if I can go in there and try try my best. Like she's no like no, I'm gonna fucking go in there and hurt her or whatever. Amanda, that's cool. It, I get it, man. Hey man, you're you're gonna get your fucking ass beat. Amanda Nunes is a minus eight fifty. Guys, that just means you better have a lot of money if you're gonna bet on her because yeah, because she's still gonna win. She's still gonna win, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna be so, God, it's so great to watch Amanda fight. It's like, 
it's everything that you want it to be because it, when it's when it's not being forceful or bringing the fight to someone, which she always does, it's incredibly tac- tactical. It's it's yeah. both. It's like it. She relies on aggressiveness first because it. She mauls people like it, she just runs them over. It just pressures them too much, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I can't do it." And then she's so happy afterwards. Oh god. All the things that she did where she put the, the belt and then she showed the baby. Yeah. I uh, loved it all. Uh, everything the belt that she did. Felicia. Oh, uh, so good. So yeah. funny. And then Felicia Spencer retired. The, the one to Megan crying. was like disrespectful as fuck because she dismantled her with like a fucking crazy submission too. She was like, look at my baby. He's so great. So cute. Anyways. Look at this amazing up. life I have. Yeah. You're single, right? Add to our triple. Oh my God. Dude, if if Megan Anderson, Amanda Nunes, and Nina Nunes were in a thruple, are you kidding me? Yeah, we're not. We're not kidding. And we're, you know what we're not kidding about? We're not kidding about Amanda Nunes winning next, next weekend. No, yeah, she's going to dog walk Juliana Benia. Honestly, it would be great if, if Juliana goes in for a takedown and Amanda Nunes just like puts her hand on her forehead. Just bullies the fuck out of her, disrespectful like. So disrespectful, and it's gonna, dude. She's gonna get so disrespectful on it. Golly, Amanda's gonna whoop some ass. Now, on to the main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. The stakes couldn't be higher. They so simply, high. they simply could not be any higher. I, 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 I'm really like the buildup. The time that both of these men have been in the UFC, over ten years plus for both. Yeah. The fights, the the, the you know Charles Oliveira having the the, uh, the most amount of fights to lead to a, a title fight or one of the most. Uh, I think no, I think it's the most, like, the like most, twenty-eight yeah. or something like that. And and Dustin the Diamond Poirier, just the resume, just the flashback of the resume of the, of the of the men he's fought and the people he shared the octagon with and the wars he's given us and the wars he has given us. Guys, I love him. You love him. And new. Dustin, Dustin the Diamond, Diamond Poirier. Poirier. There is no... Uh, it's my heart. I know. And don't get me wrong. I think. I think. Like, isn't it? Obviously, Charles Oliveira is fucking there for a reason. They both have. But my heart is with with. Yeah. Poirier. It's it is. I just I've seen I've seen too many. I've seen too many banger fights out of Dustin, and too many upstanding interviews afterwards, and just too much. He does too many nice things, and we know, need him, we need him in the in the UFC as champion. Yeah, yeah, he 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 is he's a guys he's a diamond in the rough. Yeah, he really is, and and Charles is too. I just there's just something about Dustin's grit and resume that that like I said, yeah. I think it's more of the wars, which obviously is not a good indication of of a, a tremendous fighter, but at the same time, it's like, but he's given us a lot of fucking entertainment. God, he's given yeah. us so much entertainment, so much too many people he's fought that you're just like, damn, like. Be- beating max so sad but so good you know like uh, yeah max twice connor twice dan hooker fucking knocked out bobby green pettis justin gaethje 
Forget it's about so, it. Dude. It's so it's so many. It's Jim so Miller. the stakes the stakes could not be higher for this. And I I want I want Dustin with the belt around his waist. First of all, it end the year off nice, and uh, he would definitely probably win Fighter of the Year um, if he wins. Very good chance he wins Fighter of the Year if he if he walks away with his hand raised in this fight. So you're you're riding with with Dustin. Too, oh, one hundred percent. And I mean, listen, like I I like Chucky Olives, I really do, and I think he's a great champion. I just I got to ride with Dustin and that's it, dude. There's, it's not even, it wasn't even a hard choice for me. Yeah. Like it, it, it was a little bit hard just with the fact that Charles is that good. And he is uh, a super nice guy. Like we're not talking about a piece of shit here or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he's super wholesome was awesome when he won the belt. like great for him. So glad he beat Michael Chandler, but no, like it's Dustin. I fucking read Shakespeare on my show when he fought Khabib. Are you kidding me? Like, there's no way way, way around it. Like, if you if you know me, like that's that's me. That's me. That's my core. No. But how? Okay, but let's be honest. Let's really be honest. What would the landscape of the UFC look like if Dustin had won that fight? Oh, if he'd be Khabib? Yeah. It, it would be insane. Like, think about that. Like, obviously, Khabib walked away and, and you know, 29 and L or whatever. First of all, he would have been the champ during quarantine. Like, he would have been a, he would have been a champ longer because of that. Like, right, but I just mean, like, it's just a, such a weird thought, right? Like, he would have given Khabib his first loss. And then... Uh, hmm. Anyways, Dustin, the Diamond Poirier, we're, we're rooting for you. I know a lot of people are. Um God, this fight's gonna be so good. I just I'm thinking about it. It's, it's I'm buzzing be, about it, dude. Yeah, it's it's gonna be electric. It's gonna be electric in the arena. I know it is because I mean it's gonna be worth staying up for. Like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna get like get a nap up. or something and, and <laughs> yeah you're gonna I'm, stand. I'm, I'm watching this live. Like I am gonna like go to the bar and like, give me fucking coffee or whatever you gotta do. Yeah, because I'm, I'm staying up. up. Yeah, because uh, and honestly, like. If Amanda Nunez does her work as she does, it's that place is gonna be buzzing because Amanda's if Amanda tears through it and puts on a show, then yeah. going into the fight, it's gonna be so it's gonna be so fuck, it's gonna be so electric. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I'm so I'm like I said, I know, Charles it's so not even good. Happening He's yet. so good. He's so good, but but Dustin just has the heart and the soul, and he's got it. I know he can do it. We're not writing him off. We're not writing Charles off. We're just just riding with this exactly force i'm not anti charles i'm just really pro dustin yeah the most pro dustin of all time that's what it comes down to well that is our podcast ladies and gentlemen we are now wrapping up our episode uh uh we need to shout out our patrons Mm -hmm. very very nice patrons uh just if you and those lovely people are Callum, APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Filthy Casual, Fee, Dave L, Phil the MMA dude, Jimmy the Drunk, Tricky Dick, Mixed a Man, Anonymous, David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian Shea, 
and Dave, a.k.a. Nobby Buckles. Thank you all for contributing to us, and we're happy to be a part of your guys' weekly routine. We, yes. We really do enjoy it, and I, I love that, you know, Juice I'm and I... I'm so happy to be back. Even, like, I sound like death. I'm dragging myself <laughs> through this because I... I love doing this show. Yeah, it's it's great. And we and we love, you know, chatting and and it's really quite nice that we get to do this and you guys all all support us and and love to hear from us. It's great. I think we've got a nice little community uh and and we appreciate it every day. I don't think there's a day that goes by, especially if any I mean, I think Sandy Pants like quoted me like on Twitter yes. about like them doing and I was like that's such she a said weird when her thing. and Tom were prepping for Thanksgiving when they were cooking, mm-hmm. they just kept saying, I'm racist over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's, it. a, it's such like a nice like thing that we, we get to be kind of a part of people's daily lives. And, and, and we certainly appreciate um, people chipping in, listening in general, you know, so yeah. don't think it's ever lost on us. And, and, you know, like we've always said, our, our DMS and, and, are always open for any sort of thing you want to talk about in private or anything like that. We're big mental health advocates. Yeah. We, or if we like try our hardest to reach out. Titties, like all the yeah. way open for that. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I am. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You can't say that you're not open to that. Like, That's don't, true. Don't That's not. And, and honestly, male and female, let's get them out. Yeah. Get them out. Free the beast. You know what I mean? Free, Free the, the beasts. Beasts. <laughs> beasts.